Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by JMAC Lending. For more than 25 years, JMAC has driven success for their clients with industry best products, technology, services, and pricing. With an expansive line of product offerings, JMAC is your one-stop lender. Submit your loan scenarios and let's get started. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. I'm JP Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors, and today I have my good buddy Jimmy Hobson, JH Home Loans, powered by you mortgage, right? Yes, sir. Yep. And you're out in Utah. Yeah. Yep. Nice, man. What's going on? I like the beard. I had it longer. I cut it. You know, I feel like I lost some of my manhood. I'm going to keep getting back to it, though. But I like Yeah, I just cut some of them off last week. The problem is you just get scraggly. And you know, man, when it gets super long, you yeah. eat it half the time. You can't eat a burger without having half your facial hair in your mouth. Yeah, no, I'm with you. What happens is like I, I like it getting in here. Like I could see you, you get it nice and full, maybe it yeah. faded in, right? But then my mustache gets long and it gets really long here. Yep. And then like that gets I, I don't know. I could talk about this shit all day, but yeah, I have well, to, like, yeah exactly. Through. Yeah, but whatever. So nice beard. I know we're far away from each other, but you're like my brother from another mother out there. Oh, yeah. And I'm over here in Philly. So how are you though? You good? I'm good, man. I'm tired. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, since, you know, obviously I've got a bunch of people on the team now, so that's a lot of work. You don't realize what it is, but it is, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we're growing obviously into this strange market. And so I got a lot on my plate, but it's good. I mean, excited for the future. So no, no, I mean, same here. I was uh, speaking to my, uh, my team today and I'm like, I'm, I'm really excited that I'm overwhelmed. There's like, there's like so much we can be doing right now. I have so many things going through my head. I need to like reorganize my head and then go after where, man, I mean, like, you know, a lot of people are in our, our industry are downsizing. They're scared. I mean, if you're a loan officer, you're scared every goddamn day. I mean, that's number one, no matter yeah. what, but, but it's a different um, in the rest of the industry. People are just going backwards or looking to get out where I'm like, there's so much to be done. You know, and I feel like you're the same. Well, it's, it's crazy because I've, I've got a couple of people on my team that, you know, six months ago, I'm like, man, are you going to be okay? And all of a sudden they're doing five, six deals a month. And I'm like, huh? I don't know what happened. I mean, I know what happened. They bought in and they did what they needed uh -huh. to do. Uh -huh. But that's, that. it's weird as you grow your team and you know this, as you start having more success. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've done the big numbers. I'm, I'm good. I've, I've got all the glory I need in my life. Now at this point, mm -hmm. I'm trying to raise everybody else up because that's mm -hmm. where, that's where it truly benefits everybody. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, well, I know you a bit, but I want to get more to get to know you better. Right. So tell me a little bit about uh, I mean, we talked personally. You got you got the four kids. I was saying I just had to pick up my daughter. We know that. Yeah. Right. But tell me about uh, how you got into the industry when you did. Give me the story. OK, so <clears throat> so I've been licensed since 2016. OK, um, I'm in 2015. And we're going through the presidential election and for people, my background is in Medicare um, and insurance. <clears throat> and I thought to myself, 
not unlike when, when we elected President Obama, if we elect Hillary Clinton, they're going to destroy Medicare commissions. Mm. So I hedged my bets. I got a property and casualty license, started doing that, started, you know, came across like Ryan Stuman. Everyone knows who Stuman is, right? The hardcore yep. closer. Mm-hmm. Started generating leads on Facebook um, for my business and and thought, well, I'm going to generate leads for realtors and lenders too, right? And mm-hmm. so this is early 16. I get into this process and I, and I reached out to a handful of guys that we probably know. And I said, man, I look out here and I think most of these people that do my job, that do your job suck at the job, right? Yeah. And, you know, Johnny Fowler, you know, Johnny, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Johnny's yeah. like, He's like, bro, they're all, every, the average age of a lender is 53 in America. At the time I was 42. He's like, what are you waiting for? So I got my license late 16, did a ton of <clears throat> social media, Facebook lead gen. First year and a half, I kind of, you know, I still had another job, so I was okay um, and hadn't quite figured it out. And then I realized kind of the, the magic sauce by going to learn Facebook marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And took off, 18 really took off. Um, and it's the best job I've ever had. I mean, literally I did my first... Now, let's circle back to 05. I had a license for about five months, worked for AmeriQuest. That's a four-letter word in the mortgage industry. Um, <laughs> right. If I'd actually worked for someone that wasn't a criminal, I probably would have still been in the industry. But, you know, I learned and got out and got back in. I was in the car business. When the car guy thinks that mortgages are crooked, you know there's a problem. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got back in, and it's been great, man. It's the best thing I ever did. Yeah, yeah. So you were you were insurance. So you said property and ca- casualty. You were doing home and auto, or yeah. So Medicare. And then I just started doing home and auto because I thought, man, if they kill if they kill Medicare, I need a backfall. I realized I hated that job. Too much service work in that job. I mean, uh-huh. it pays off long term. I just I just wasn't a fan. And and I started doing mortgages, and I'm like, man, this shit makes sense, right? I can, yeah. the numbers make sense. I can grasp it. I was a finance guy in the car business, so I understand that, Got it. right? <clears throat> and and it just took off and it's been great, man. One so. thing that's funny, uh, like I've done a, a few deals for finance managers at, at uh, uh, you know, at dealerships, right? Mm-hmm. And tell me if this is true. This is a total side note. But they're yeah. always like, I get the numbers. Just tell me what it is. You're more like the car business. You're more in the person's face, right? Yeah. But they, oh, yeah. Think they know the mortgage side. I'm like, I don't care what you're doing. Finance, like you don't, you're not going to know this side. Am I right? No, dude. They, yeah, everyone thinks they're smarter than they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, I mean, and it's like, look, this is not the car world. You can't just, you can't half-ass and and clear it, clear a condition yeah, yeah, yeah. that can't be cleared. The guidelines are very clear. Where in the car world, they're more fluid, right? Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say the only loan product that's even close to what you can get away with in the car business is probably VA because of how fluid it is. Mm, okay, <clears throat> but but yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, they're doing. I mean, I I did a ton of subprime you know, back in 05 in the car business, 03, yeah, yeah. 05. And it's a different animal, man. You know, you could fog a mirror, you know, you could, you could roll off the lot in a new car or a used car. I mean, you can't go buy a house and you can fog a mirror. Yeah. And plus the DTI, they would allow on some of this shit's unreal, man. Like <laughs> unreal. Yeah. All right. So it's totally different. I do. Yeah. I just wanted to hear from the horse's mouth. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, um, there's no, I mean, numbers are numbers, yeah, right? Sure. They, they, you can sure. make numbers make sense to them, but the lending aspect and, and qualification is not anywhere near the same. Well, it's easy to go repo a car, right? Exactly. Just take exactly. A house. No one wants to repo a house. Let's, let's be honest. No. Even even the banks, like the U.S. banks and the Bank of America, the, the terrible banks that exist out there, they still don't want to take your house from you. No, not at all. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's, it's all about collateral when you, when you get down to it. That's cool. Real yeah. other quick side note, my whole family's property and casualty besides yeah. me. 
I was in. I was the oldest. I got in. My dad. I, my dad was young when he had me. I came in. He's like, I'm not giving up my book of business. I'm, you know, I'm 39, 37, like whatever. And he's just like, and it's a long term play. It's a great business insurance. Oh yeah, it's an awesome it's business. Long term. It's just so long term. Now he's set. Obviously, he's been set for a while, but totally different thing. Um, and then the other point I want to bring up is, in obviously any industry, but. You have to always prepare for what's next. Like you said, you yeah. saw writing on the wall. Where am I going to pivot to? My sure. thing was I was with retail and I saw the writing on the wall in the mortgage world with yeah. rates were starting to tick up then. And I'm like, I got to go do my own thing. I got to brand the whole thing. So well, it's funny you say that because what made me come to the broker channel is um, <clears throat> I go to work for, um, oh, shit, I can't remember their name. Oh, Castle and Cook Mortgage, right? Yeah. Call, them, call them Castle and Crook. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I go to work there. And, you know, because they sold me this dream that they were going to support me better and give me better stuff. So I, so I go there and I'm pricing out a either FHA or USDA loan, right? And I was three-eighths less in rate paying all closing costs mm -hmm. in the broker channel than I was at Castle and Cook. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. So I called the guy that had done all my loans mm -hmm. from the time I was, you know, bought my first house in my early 20s. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, you generate your own leads. He's like, you don't need support. You should do it. So I reached out to a handful of people, Todd Bitter being one, because, yep. you know, Todd's, Todd was in every mortgage group chat regardless, because sure. he's very well respected. Legend. I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. And he's like, he's like, what are you waiting for? He's like, just, this is the pitfalls, you know, which to me, the pitfalls are nothing. Learn a new system is no big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so I got in and so April of 18 and then I found Brawl and uh -huh. here we are. So yeah. Yeah, you picked the right uh, uh, channel, no doubt. Uh, that was the right time. Like, yeah. 18, going into 19, that's when this whole, like, new age of broker kind of came about, in my opinion. There was some yeah. before, but that was, like, the wave. Like, my good buddy Evan Wade and oh, yeah. Casa. Casa, a great friend of mine. He yeah. really helped me get into the industry. That was the time right there. So, you kind of, I don't want to say you got lucky, but you fell. fell Bro, I, 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 made, I made the right choices. And then once I realized the leverage I had in that channel, I knew what to do. Like, so Anthony comes out here and goes, to, takes a bunch of brokers to lunch. And I'm like, well, you better believe I'm showing up for that shit. Right. Yeah. And, and then I started going to fuse and it's just, and then, you know, I went to like um, that Steve green trending in Atlanta. Right. Uh, yeah, Steve, um, yep. for, yeah. For Facebook and met a ton of people, you know, that we all know, you know, and you know, Glenn yeah. and Ashley and Chastity and Michelle and everybody. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so I've, kind of became the the guy in utah right yeah and so it so it kind of built up and so that i mean that's how we know each other all you know for four years or so with basically yeah. three and a half years is mm -hmm. it's just i got i got well connected with a lot of guys and so you know <clears throat> in doing so i just met a ton of great people and and still you know you know and quite a few of them obviously work with us now uh -huh. um but you know i mean you know i know you i saw you at fuse obviously and it's, it's been good i mean i think it, there's very much a camaraderie Mm -hmm. you know, that exists out there. You know, we take care of each other regardless of where we sit, even at retail. I got friends that still work retail and that's yeah, fine. I'll help them every single yeah. day. I don't care. <clears throat> I mean, do I think, I, do we think we're a better option for eight out of 10 people? Sure. sure. Two out of 10 need to be in retail. Yeah. That makes total sense. And, yeah. and that's a prime example why, and it's where the brokers are better uh, Facebook group really <laughs> came from. There was a bunch yeah. of smaller groups and there was like some sort of magic there and everyone was kind of, you know, successful and helped each other out on a personal mm -hmm. level, business level. And that's where it's grown. So just a, another shout out for that group. 
I mean, it, it, it just keeps getting bigger, and there's so much in there to to get the right info. So, uh, exactly. the thing. Uh, side note: Cass is a good friend. Um, we have this back and forth. I'm in Philly. He's in Philly. He always puts me on his goddamn recruiting list just to bust <laughs> my balls, and then I just bust him bad. I hit him back. It's it's hilarious. I love the cat mouse game. <laughs> I love him to death. So whatever. yeah, no. Well, you you know. I mean, well, maybe one day, maybe one day you'll be here. You never know. Thanks. Here we go. He's paying you over now. <laughs> hey, I bro. I, 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 you know, I mean, I, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm drinking the purple Kool Aid. Yeah, I love I'm, it. Man. I'm very much, I'm very much a believer in in what we're what we've created in our mission. <clears throat> and again, regardless of where we are, I'll help anybody anytime. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the name of the game. I was talking about it. Um, Nicole did her LinkedIn live for the leaderboard we did today, and talked about it is I'm a big believer in giving back to whatever I can do, whether it be on a committee, like I'm, I'm one of the committees with, with Michelle and, and Thomas Sloan and a few other people about yep. kind of like the aim expert stuff and, mm-hmm. and whatever I can do to give back. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, my first five or seven loans were at Stearns of all places, right? Because oh, I had wow. a great AE that introduced me to the broker channel. I mean, mm-hmm. at that point, UWM was okay, but I didn't know him and my broker didn't really care. <clears throat> and and I and I did a bunch of gubbies there, and I saw the light. But to me, as people don't know, and we have a massive influx. I mean, you're hiring a bunch, we're hiring a bunch of retail folks, you know, mm-hmm. because maybe maybe there's too much bloat or margin built in, and so it's been good for it's been good for the channel. I mean, everyone's like, I don't want more. I'm like, yes, you do, because more drives pricing down. Mm-hmm. It gets better as we get more people. We get more margin. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. It, it helps out everyone, like you said. Everyone yep. get in. It's just going to help everyone as a whole. I'm with yep. you, man. I'm with you totally. I think it's great. Um, one thing I want to ask you too was the lead thing. Are you guys, you still doing a lot of, uh, we're going to get to the organic Facebook type stuff. Yeah. The paid like leads. No, I don't. Not work. It, did it, were you going to be one of those guys out there? Like we'll get all the LOs leads. Is that what you got in kind of doing? No, no. Well, so I was just doing it myself just to generate my own business. Right. Um, uh, that's back when you could get a lead for 50 cents to a dollar, you know? Yeah. And that's back before all these guys were running big lead campaigns and the algorithms changed and everything. Um, I, I still, I've got some for some of my guys that are running just because uh-huh. I think it, it adds a little value to them. But for me, um, you know, it's just most of my stuff and we'll talk about the organic stuff really comes off of my organic reach and my teaching Ooh. classes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. I, I want to get into the paid stuff a little bit later because I want to hear your strategies there because I still think there is a purpose that, like you said, with your other yeah. guys. But let's get back into, you know, obviously cold calling. It's the only thing you should be doing. You should hide from everyone right now. I'm kidding. Tell me a, a little bit about what you're doing. I've been doing the game for a long time too. Sure. Let's jump into that organic side because that's the side, obviously. So, so I created a real estate agent group about three years ago. So I put a ton of content in there. <clears throat> um, obviously, I went to that Steve Green's Facebook training and started teaching those Facebook classes in early, man, when was it? Was it 19? No, it was 18. Holy uh, shit. Probably not. Yeah, it was early because before I became a broker. So it was early January 18. So I did that and then I went to, you know, old the old military mortgage boot camp. So yep. I learned very early on that I had a, a passion for VA lending. Um, mm-hmm. and so I started just teaching, I started teaching Facebook classes to help realtors get more exposure. And even today, half the people don't know how to do it. I mean, I literally will beat just into my people's heads and like, look, post, post, post. 
what we don't know what to post rip me off i don't give a shit post yeah. right yeah. everyone's okay. like they're trying to be perfection do i do it this way no you don't you post it's mm -hmm. like what i said at fuse right about doing video when i was on stage i'm like look i was like hold your camera up take the video quit fucking being lazy yep. i was like yep. it's not that hard just post no one cares so what what do you think is i like getting into the mental stuff what do you think holds people back it's that people are their own worst critics I mean, it's, you know, what's funny is um, I've got a gal that works for me that like six months ago, she'd do like 30 takes on a video. And mm -hmm. now all of a sudden she's doing everything from home and she's going to, I think she did five or six deals last month, just uh -huh. crushing it out there, right? In this market. Yeah. <clears throat> and she just finally got over it. I mean, she just realized, look, I was like, the people that like me, like me. And the ones that don't, I don't care. No. And I think that's the biggest thing is I, I honestly think it's people don't know where to start. The reality of people is, you know, and, you know, is it, here's the thing is, is if you post something, you know, like say you with your wife and kids, man, I mean, that, that resonates with people. You yeah. post a video, you know, I'm fortunate that I care so little about others' opinions. Mm. That I do what every video I do is one take. I don't give a shit. Hey, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're saying. And so, but people get concerned about it. Like it has to be perfection, you know, um, you know, and, and, you know, her, her imperfect action leaves unexpected results, right? Mm -hmm. Just do it. And that's the biggest thing. And, and that's what I just started doing. So I started teaching classes, started doing VA stuff. And, you know, I talked about it on stage when we were at Fuse and I talked about it. And, and still to this day, it's, it's, it's one of my proudest moments is when I'm in this real estate group, there's like 5,000 people. And they said, who's the local VA expert? And there were seven people mentioned and I was five of them. I thought to myself, okay, I'm doing it right. Yes. I just need to get it harder. And harder so i started doing TikTok, you know and you know whatever else and i'm doing more youtube now because you can i don't think you never have enough exposure <clears throat> and and here's the thing is is but i will say this is i think you have to be a good lo too because if these people all of a sudden call you and yep. you don't know what the fuck you're doing excuse my language to all you friends yep. in the broker channel what good is that you know yep. i tell people all the time i was like look i was like i've got a memory as long as they, I remember everything. And the other skill I have, frankly, is, is I am very good at structuring loans very quickly. Mm -hmm. I, I, I understand guidelines. You know, I understand, you know, the basic gubbies and conventional loan. 95% of the stuff about those loans I can do quickly. I could structure loan down on the road. And so that's a, the other thing that I've taught myself is you got to be, you got to be, you got to take swings. Like you got to take opportunities and, and become skilled. You know, don't be afraid of the 580 credit score FHA. Mm. You know, that's going to make you a better LO if you understand manual guidelines, because once you understand manual guidelines, you'll understand why the other guidelines exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's the problem that people have is they're like, well, all this, that, like, I don't do non-QM. And it's not because I couldn't do non-QM. I don't have the time to go and dig and learn all that shit. I've got mm -hmm. people I'd rather refer to, let them get paid. And, mm -hmm. and, and long as the borrower gets taken care of, cause they're going to get taken care of on a higher level than I am like reverse mortgages. We've got a couple of guys in our office that do reverses, not my wheelhouse. If you think I'm going to do that, it's not going to happen. I'd rather them get paid, me get a tiny bit for, for giving it to my people and moving forward. And that's the problem is everyone's trying to be, you know, because of the desperation of how slow we are, everyone thinks they need to be an expert in everything. 65% mm -hmm. <clears throat> of loans are still conventional loans conforming for, forward mortgages, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so quit trying to reinvent the wheel. Find the people that need your help. And yeah, I know there's people out there whoring the market out and going, you know, giving stuff away. But if you take care of people, like it's funny as everyone complains about triggers and I think triggers are terrible, but mm -hmm. I don't get a lot of people to get taken by trigger leads because I, because hey. when I talk to people, 
they know I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't waver. And that's a big thing is whether you really are that confident or not. I mean, and I hate to say the fake it till you make it. But if you don't know the answer in the car business, we tell people the guys that were the dumbest that were brand new uh, would close 20 cars a month because they didn't know any better because they're never afraid to say, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Let me find out. People will never get mad at you. I mean, some people will. But for the most part, if they ask a question that's kind of above your purview, don't ever be afraid to tell people, hey, I don't know. Don't make shit up. Right. Yeah, that's all people want. Yeah. And and that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought, uh, brought it up because I say that all the time. Like if you're and my team, I'm like, if we're going to market the way we market, we better back it up or we're done. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to you have to know what you're doing. But if you don't know, like you just said, just go find the answer. There's there's so brokers are better. Put Search the. The group, You'll, you're going to get an answer pretty quick. So I think this conversation is trying to make people a little bit more confident in themselves yeah. to now go out and go get it, right? Um, yeah, well, and you get that way by studying and learning and, and being good at your craft. This is not a part-time job. So if you do a part-time, no offense, but it's not a part-time job. This is, I mean, you're, you're, you've got thousands of people's dollars on the line. I mean, tell people all the time, I was like, I was like, a thousand dollars to Bob who makes four grand a month is a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, I defend that money like it's my last thousand dollars because it's a big mm-hmm. deal. Real big deal. Yeah. Um, I want to keep going on this marketing thing. One other thing, and I know you're going to agree with this because I was trying to hammer it home today with somebody else, but there's three things we have hanging on our wall, right? And it says, wake up every day. I stole this probably from a group six years ago that we were in, right? Yeah. But number one, you wake up, how do I get leads today? That uh-huh. should be number one, right? Then number two, how do I sell these leads or get their information, have them trust you? And then number three, how do I over deliver? It's really simple. But I was telling my team today, I said, if we don't have leads, right, then I can't do any. We can't do anything else. We have nothing to process. Then nobody has a job. So number one thing has to be, what am I doing to get leads? And the biggest thing right now, obviously, is your book of business and all that jazz. But social media is where you have to be. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, that's it's funny you say that because I've, I've thought a lot about this last month. My biggest failing as a loan officer is properly managing my database. And I drip on them and I have like originator success with Hammer. I have all those things that drip on them. <clears throat> but I don't do enough six month and one year, you know, loan reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't do those kind of things. I'm a massive failure at asking for referrals. Massive failure. And I did 251 units last year. Yeah, I'm a massive failure at it. So... I'm already crushing the social, at least as much as, I mean, I could do more, obviously everyone can, but, you know, but that's where my failing lies because if I get, I mean, I, you'll appreciate this early COVID hits, right? I get home from AIM, AIM activate, I think it was, or the one in Irvine, right? When yeah, they I remember, that was right when COVID, right? Hit, it was yeah. literally right then. So I get home and they basically shut us down. So I literally start working from home at that point. Um, and every day in the shower in the morning, I get up and, and I would sit and think to myself, what am I going to post today that's going to get more eyeballs, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. my entire mindset. It was all about lead gen and lead gen and lead gen. And so I still get a ton of viability and I get random calls from realtors. I understand you're the guy that does this and this just because I'm constantly out there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've seen people take, I'm taking a one month hiatus from social. I'm like, look, <laughs> you can curate your social feed and get rid of all the fucking poison out there uh-huh. and be fine. You don't have to involve yourself with, with that idiocy, Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the struggle. And, and But that's what it is, man, is leads. It really is. It's, so it is. You can't, you can't be great if you don't take a bunch more swings to play. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. what's funny is um, 
I used to teach kind of little classes to, to um, agents in my local area, and it was called the Top 10 Facebook Action Plan. This is 2014, which is it. crazy, right? Yeah. And I was just looking at it last week. I'm like, ah, let's look at it. And I've been using it for a while. And I'm like, holy shit, this is outdated. Because one of them had on there, don't post too much because you don't want to annoy people. And I went, that, that was like the one I, I'm like, that's wrong. You have to be out there as much as you I don't want to say want to be, you need to be out there all the time because it's yeah. going to filter it out, right? To the people I don't want to see it. And that's fine. But you got to continuously put. Well, you remember what Gary V said at 2019 yeah. Infuse, right? Mm -hmm. 300 pieces a day. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's a lot. So that, yeah. really, that really kind of gave me perspective that I could post five, six, seven, ten 10 times a day and it's not going to be too much. It's not. So let's, someone else let's, is going to see it. Yeah. I want to dig into that now about what you're doing right now. So. Okay. On a daily basis, let's say, on a typical day in, in Jimmy Hobson's world, right? If we're thinking marketing for a minute, yeah. you're waking up, you're probably waking up. You're like, what am I, what am I going to be doing today? What, where can I have some fun? What type of content can I put out, right? Yeah. Are, you, are you pretty reactionary with it every day or do you, are you planning your day? So, so I, I mean, I, I'm, you know, it depends. A kind of a combination of both. So every day, um, my son who works for me posts a couple times a day. But we, yeah. but we talk about content. I've got eight or nine years of Facebook memories to be able yeah, to rehash, which is like, layups, baby. it's Share. gold, man. It's gold. Yep. Um, yep. And so, but I get up in the morning and I'll go out and walk or whatever. And when I have kind of a clearer head to have a vision, you know, something will pop in my head and I'll post about it, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, or I'll see something. I was talking about this today. I'll see something that makes me laugh and I'll post about it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. And I just know I need to post. I mean, literally it is, it is almost like, like someone took a brand and put Facebook branded on my face, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I know every single day I've got to be there. And where I've slacked a little bit is I, I need to hit LinkedIn harder again. And exactly. TikTok's not easy. It's not easy to post as much as as, as I, I want to post. Facebook's still the moneymaker. So that's where I hit it all the time um, and try to push stuff over to Instagram and whatever else. But that's where, that is, that is where my reach is because I'm 49 years old. So that's mm -hmm. where I hit hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you, if we're talking about actual content then, I mean, you're like me, something funny happens, I'll post it. I, I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. But are do you, obviously you have a mix between mortgage, real estate type stuff and just who mm -hmm. you are, right? Are you yeah. cognizant of that? I know I am. I don't want to just yeah. do all mortgage stuff every day, all day. I want to have fun with it because that helps me out anyway, allows me sure. to enjoy it. But do you have a ratio at all? I don't really have. Yeah, one. I, you know what's funny is I've always, I've heard tons of people talk about ratios. I don't think it matters. Once you get enough people on um, your feed and like your stuff, you're gonna you're gonna be fine. It's building it up. Obviously, they always say you know one business post for every three personal posts, whatever. <clears throat> to each their own. Um, for me, I can get away with whatever I want to post at this point. Um, I mean, I leave politics for the most part alone. I definitely yep. leave religion alone. Um, yep. You know because I know better, but, you know, but that's how I work. But if I was new, if that's kind of what you're getting at, if I was new to this industry, you know, the one thing we learned in, in that Facebook training is you need more friends. You got 800 friends. You're not going to get the reach you need. You need 1500, 2000, 3000. Right. And then start putting it out there. You know, one thing I do, one thing that, you know, like Adam Smith, our, our good friend talked about is, you know, sincerely wishing people happy birthday every single day. I mean, that's a big deal because it keeps you in their algorithm. Right. And vice versa. So things like that are very simple. And then, you know, not every single thing works on every post, right? So 
you know, like TikTok, you're not, you're not going to post some of the stuff you post on Facebook on TikTok, right? It just doesn't work. You know, that's more short form content, just like Facebook short or sorry, YouTube shorts. Um, so you just got to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And, and it does take some time. I mean, I've been doing this for, you know, four and a half years mm-hmm. as hard as I've been doing it. So, so it's, I've got plenty of content. So Rome wasn't built in a day as they say, but yeah. you know, the method is, is I always got to get a post up and always, and always a couple of day, at least on the main platform on Facebook for me. And then I'll just, you know, dig in and figure out the rest of it and kind of dial up what I want to do. You know, some stuff hits, some stuff doesn't hit. Um, and you can tell right away if it does or doesn't. Um, and then if, like, if I put something up and 10 minutes later, there's nothing, I delete it and start over. I mean, ah, interesting. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a social platform. Here's the reality is I love, you know, I love sharing about my wife and kids. But at the end of the day, Facebook is a method of madness. It is where I drive business from and where I keep visibility on all my agent partners. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're saying too, before this little bit was don't overthink it. You just, yeah. like you said, you just have to do it. Right. Um, well, yeah. Were, were you going to say something? Yeah. I mean, I mean, people are always afraid. I'm, I'm, may I borrow this? I don't, yeah, you don't need my permission. If you're my friend on Facebook, rip me off. I don't yeah. give a shit. I want you to have, if, if you can make it work or repurpose my stuff mm-hmm. and vice, cause I'm going to steal your stuff. Don't think that I'm an original, right? Yeah. I find stuff yeah. on Twitter. I find stuff everywhere everywhere and and you know and and that's what we use and that's everyone's like well i don't know if i should do this or take this i'm like don't share people's shit take it and repurpose it take it yeah cut it out make it your own like i don't care either i'm saying it right now stop asking me if you can take my shit you can take my shit there you go yeah exactly i'm with you yeah my son used to get mad he's like people are still on our stuff i'm like dude that's a compliment that means it's working people like it and are taking to use it that means you're doing well Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, yeah. So one thing, develop social presence. You have to do it. I do want to say one thing Yeah. still. And I hope this helps other people. I think I said it before. Like, I still get nervous certain spots doing a video before I'm getting going, jumping on these. When I used to do these live, I drive even a, in a, you know, a trash can before I jump up, going, you know, up on fuse. My heart's beating, you know, like. It is what it is. Like everyone's got that shit. Just Dude, I got to tell you, if I could have actually seen more than a hundred people in the crowd at Fuse, I probably would have died. <laughs> I mean, and I and I have zero fear, but that's a big deal yeah. when there's three thousand people sitting out there. Is that you know how many I mean? there was? I don't know how many were in the main ballroom. I don't know how many were there. I mean, you yeah. figure, let's say it's two thousand, right? It's a lot of people. Still. It's the uh-huh. most people I've ever spoken in front of. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, you know, so we still yeah. get nervous about it. So it's not, oh, yeah. it's not all about you. You have self-indulgent out. Okay? It's, <laughs> it's not all about you. Just, you have to do it. If you, if you want to succeed in this industry, people got to trust you. The consumer's smarter. We don't give them enough credit. They, yep. know, who, they know who they want to work with. So you got to show yourself. This is what it is. Well, and you got to be authentic. I mean, that's, that's the thing is when you're real. I mean, like, like I said, I get emotional about this job sometimes because I feel like we have a, I think we have a massive responsibility you know, to take care of people. I don't care if you're working at Bank of America or, you know, you know, the Hussy team or you Morgan, wherever you're at. I was like, the first and foremost thing we need to do is we help people get into, into home ownership. You know, if, yeah, mind you, do I think we offer a better deal in the banks? Absolutely. But, but they're still doing a service for people that, you know, you know, and they're, and they're trusting people. And I think that's the biggest thing is I, I look at these guys that are out there crushing it and they have no social presence. I think to myself, man, if people could see who you really were, it, mm-hmm. You blow people's minds. You can do half a million a year in a, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, a half a billion a year, I should say in a rich day. It's just, it's crazy. And so, 
you know, I have a lot of personality. So I, you know, like, you know, I just, I, I like, you know, everyone's like, why don't you go hang out more on the weekends and do this? I'm like, look, I'm done. I was like, when Friday rolls around, I need to recharge my batteries because it takes a lot for me to give people attention. And sometimes I don't feel like I give enough. And I'm like, man, but, but people resonate with that. They know if they call me, they're going to get me on the phone. They know I'm going to do what I can to make a deal work. Be, and, and they don't know bullshit, right? So they know they can call me up and swear something the client's doing and we're going to laugh about it and be fine, right? And yeah. that's what they resonate with because I'm not, you know, even though I probably would have been a great accountant, I don't have the personality of an accountant. No, no, no. I mean, that's, it's funny. My younger brother, Nick, he's 30 this month and he's like, I just don't like social media. I'm like, all right, I mean, you're 30. Like what? we're leaving a lot on the table, but whatever yeah. do we got to do? And he's a complete nut and he was almost an accountant. There's, there's just, there's just no way <laughs> yeah. he wanted, he's good at number. That's what makes If you can be half decent at this job sure. and have some sort of personality, I mean, it's the, what else do you need? Well, but I mean, for him though, if that's his, if that's his wheelhouse and he's great at numbers, he, that's what he should put out on social. Yeah. Yeah. Like, trust me. like imagine like if you, you imagine if you were good at mortgage and you had a background in financial planning or accounting, uh-huh. come yeah. on. Like it's, Tyler Hodgson, for example, used to be an accountant, yeah. right? He mm-hmm. crushes mortgages. Yeah. Because. Because because he's got a personality, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's I mean, it just it just works. People just need to not be afraid of letting people see who they really are. And I think that's where people, that's where they get hung up. It's that simple. Yep. Nothing about anything else. All yep. right. So you said Tyler. Now I want to segue to VA. Then got let's it. talk about VA a bit more. Um, it's obviously a product that again we're already in a self satisfying industry when you help someone get into a house, but then yep. helping a veteran out right? Yeah. Or active duty, whatever it might be. It, it's another great thing. So let's talk about that side of it a little bit more. Because, okay. all right, if you did 250 loans, how many were VA, would you say? 94. 94. That's a lot of VA. Yeah. And I've never, I've never said that I was a big VA guy. I'm not, right? I just, yeah. we should do more of them, but I don't market there. So that's a lot. I mean, that's almost half of your, your book there, right? Yeah. So this so year to date, I'm actually about 50%. Last year, I was about 37, 38%. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, we were more, we had more refi last year, obviously, some Earls mixed in there and what have you. Um, but it's it's been a passion of mine. I've marketed it. Um, I personally believe I'm the best VA um, lender in Utah. You know, nice. um, as the numbers go, I'm the number one VA broker in Utah. At least, nice. you know, I'm number one. I was number one at UWM as of the end of October. And half my loans have gone elsewhere. So I, that's why I know I'm number one. The, the, guy, the only guys that beat me last year were call center guys doing Earls, you know, and they oh, don't well, care. So. I mean, that so. was just the, the churning type situation, right? Churning yeah, around exa- exactly. Around. I mean, nothing against them. I mean, if they're providing a service and there's, and, if, and yeah. if people are getting, you know, rates in the twos, I mean, God bless you, right? But mm-hmm. it's just been a passion of mine. Um, some of my best partners are, are heavy VA, whether they're the spouse of a combat veteran or their husband's active duty in the military, uh, mostly ladies. Um, they apparently women in their, you know, late thirties to early fifties like me. I don't know why, but <laughs> maybe it's because we're the same generation probably makes sense. Good. Um, yeah. and I, I just, I just love it. I, I know it well, I mean, I'll get referrals from people. They won't even refer me conventional loans. And I, and I think I'm better than their lender at LO, that, but mm-hmm. Give me your give me your VA and give me the opportunity to show you why we're better, and then I'll do your conventional loans too. That's how I've gotten a bunch of my partners, <clears throat> and it really is a passion project. I mean, I'm early adopter of VETA VA, um, you know, That's with Chris. Great. 
And yeah. it's been, you know, it's just been a, really, it's a big deal to me. I, I don't know why I resonated that way other than my brother. My brother's a, a, a disabled combat veteran Marine Corps. Um, and so I, I saw when he came home, he lived with me after he got divorced. And I, I kind of saw a lot of those guys and resonated with that. You know, and I'm very much a very much a patriot. You know, I, I live 15 miles south of the largest Air Force base in the Intermountain West. Oh, nice. So, so I, I and I wish I could do more. I, I, I look out there and see people take doing VA loans and I'm like, oh, my gosh, how'd you get to Navy Fed? Holy shit. Well, I'm oh, going to market better, you know. So. so off the top of your head, what are a couple things that that hold LO? Let's start here. LOs back from diving in to VA loans where VA comes across their desk and they get nervous because it's different. I, I think they just don't understand it. They think it's a hard product. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the biggest things I think is people don't understand residual value, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then, um, you know, there's just a lot of misnomers because, you know, these, these 25 year realtors have got this, Oh, VA is the worst and sellers got to pay all these fees and all the stuff is frankly bullshit. Right. And so that's really the biggest thing. And I think that's, I just, it's, it's why there's a lot more education needed. It's part of the reason why, you know, every single day in, in brokers are better, there are actually vetted VA, you know, you know, people in there, you know, level fours, fives and, and beyond that are answering questions because people are just afraid of it. You know, there's a lot of misnomers. A lot of people don't understand how the product works. Um, you know, they're, they think it's FHA, you know, VA is the greatest loan there is not even a question. I mean, there are instances where a veteran's better off in a conventional loan, but that's two out of a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing is people just don't understand it. And if they had a basic understanding that works. And I mean, I'm fortunate that my people have, you know, they trust me enough that if they ever have a single question, they come to me, you know, and, we, and we've got a bunch of people that are part of Veta VA or very good solid VA originators that work here. And so they've got a, a good lifeline, at least here. Now, I don't think a lot of people have that. And that's where Veta VA comes in and the training they do, um, you know, and, and even the veteran mortgage advisors, you know, the guys that we know over, over uh, Michael Fisher and those guys, yep. you know, they, they both got good platforms to train. And I think, I think you can never take enough training on how to do those loans. I mean, the VA handbook is fluid, right? So there's a lot of nuance to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why it's such a powerful loan because the nuance is where you get loans done. That's where you get them done. Yeah. I think that's where people get intimidated, right? Like, look how much it is, but it's yeah. actually that what actually can get it done, right? Yeah, new, nuance cool. is what saves loans. Doesn't, I mean, like, like there's some stuff that you're never gonna get done on a conventional RFHA loan, that <clears throat> VA loan all day long, right? But then the VA has got harder facets on certain things like rental income and things like that if, it's, if they haven't reported on taxes. So there's, there's some moving parts um, but that's really this education. And that's the whole point of, of what AIM does, obviously. And part of what this is, is just education, helping people find the right places. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I would much rather, I'd much rather have someone do their first VA loan, reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm working this up. What do you think? Perfect. You know, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to look for. This is why, you know, because next time, hopefully they'll remember that and they'll know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. So where, if, if someone wants to get into VA loans right now, what's a good basic training spot they could go? Is it vetted so, VA? Like, Yeah. So vetted VA for professionals, um, you know, it's not officially out yet, mm-hmm. but they are about to launch their training for everybody. Um, and they're going to be able to walk you through all the things that matter, residual value, calculating income, you know, VA condo approvals, 
all the nuance and all the little quirks that VA has. And that's, again, that's what people, people are scared of. My book, I don't know exactly. I believe it's going to be out sometimes near, near Christmas. Okay. Because right now we're, we as vetted VA folks are going through all the testing and training um, to make sure we understand it. But that's a good place. And then, of course, um, the VMA class, Venture Mortgage Advisors. Um, okay. Lots of lots of good stuff on both. Um, I think I think when VetaVAs comes out and it's officially released, it'll be it'll be the gold standard because I think they've they've poured a lot of money into it being the gold standard because mm-hmm. they're you know no one's getting rich off VetaVA. You know what they're trying to do is serve the veteran and help yeah. us be better. So <clears throat> nice, nice, uh, Jimmy. We got like five minutes, man. That was already forty minutes, which is crazy, wow. right? Um, so I always end this with, with two solid questions. We probably right. hit on some of this, but we'll reiterate. So if you're if you're a new loan officer, if you're someone trying to change, right now is a great time to change yourself, trying to reinvent yourself. What's one or two things you can tell that person? Um, attack social, number one. Figure out, figure out who you resonate with and go after them, right? <clears throat> and make sure that people know. And be authentic. Like, you know, I've got 150 hours of tattooing on me. I've got this beard. First time I rolled in the fuse, I was in a short sleeve shirt and shorts and everybody else in slacks and a dress shirt. Yes, you know, really. that, you know, because I don't because I didn't care. I was like, well, I'm not a banker, so I shouldn't look like a banker. Nothing against people yeah. that dress nice because you guys all look sharp. Right. It's not who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. But hit that very hard. And then, frankly, just pour yourself into the guidelines of the community. <clears throat> if you want to understand loans, study loans. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want, if you want to know how manual underwrites are done, do them right. You know, but don't, don't, don't throw it against the wall and hope that it sticks, but start digging into the guidelines, read the guidelines from the lenders, right? You know, we've got great partners here that, you know, is, is UWM the king of manual underwrites? No, they don't do manual underwrites, right? If you do a VA joint loan, where do you go? You know, if you're doing a manual underwrite with VA or FHA, where do you go? Those are the things you've got to learn. There's there's a wealth of gold if you search the brokers are better page. Um, mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, if you're new in this industry, find a good mentor. Find someone like you, yeah. or someone like me, or someone you know that does a bunch of business that understands this business well. You know, Brenda McKay. You know, um, you know, you know, Glenn Groves, whatever, all mm-hmm. over the country. Find someone that does this and and knows what they're doing, and learn from them. And don't be afraid. I mean, here's the thing is everybody thinks that they need to make every single dollar of every loan because they're doing one loan a month, right? Mm-hmm. Education is priceless. Go learn from somebody. Then if you decide to go do your own thing, that's your prerogative. But <clears throat> learn from the people that do this every day and have taken the, the beatings. You know, I've done 600 loans in the last two and a half years, whatever the number is, right? And I learn shit every single day. I'm yep. by no means, I mean, there's, there's questions like I asked about trust income on conventional loans because I've done it, but I don't quite understand it. Right. Yep. You know, yep. how do we, how do because they used to be able to get away without a distribution. Now you have to have a distribution. Make okay. your mind. Yeah. Right. Um, things like that. I mean, that's the biggest thing is, is find someone good. If you're on an Island by yourself, you know, a lot of these guys will literally get in this industry and start their own shop. I, I, I think you're crazy. Oh. You think mm-hmm. you're crazy. We can't do that in Utah. Like you have to have, three years experience and do a certain amount of loans and it's hard to get licensed here. They don't ever bother you after they license you, but it's hard to get licensed and then just learn from solid people, you know, and if you don't have solid people, find them. That's where I found my, my solid people were part of brokers are better. My mm-hmm. broker that I worked for amazing guy, but you know, I was an number one producer within a matter of months. So mm-hmm. I needed to find my outlet. So I found, you know, Veta VA and I found military mortgage bootcamp and I found brokers are better. And so I knew I had sources. And if I needed, had a question on certain loans, I knew I could ping 
Todd, or I knew I could reach out to you guys or whoever it may be and say, yep. hey, have you ever seen this, right? And that's part of building the community within the community is, you know, if I needed, if, if I had a question, let's say one of my guys is doing a loan to Philly, right? One of the guys that works for me because I got guys licensed there. Yeah. I said, I don't know the answer. I'd never hesitate to call you and you give me an answer. Yeah, right. Yeah. We take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where you build this network. I tell my guys, if you don't go to aim for anything more than to meet people and shake hands and essentially learn from them, that, that alone is worth every penny you'll ever pay mm-hmm. to go to the events because, you know, my relationship, you know, with a lot of these guys and, and yourself included is, is comes directly from the groups we're a part of or connecting at those events, you know, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today had I not gone to aim fuse or had I not gone to lunch with Anthony when he came into town. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, or if, had I not seen Katie multiple times at, at, at better be a summer camp. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are relationships like, like her, her brother and I are on a first name basis. Like a lot of us are right. Because, because oh. I've met mom and dad and I, you know, it's, 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 it's very much a family. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, it's a family. And what you're saying is use the tools. There's so many of them. Yeah, the, yeah I mean, yeah, there's so many people that are willing to help. There, there's some poison out there. But even some of the poison are good people. They just they just have blinders on. Yeah. You know, so take it. Take take what you get, what you can get from some of them. And, you know, you don't you don't have to be you know, you don't have to follow everybody. You're not a sycophant. You don't have to you don't have to worship like you're part of a cult. You know, uh-huh. take what you want to use and move on. None of us are going to care if you are off on your own island. Frankly, none of us are frankly going to care. You know, no. this is a poor little word. If you use rocket, I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Do what's do right for people. Do what you got to do. You know, and if we can help you, let us help you. Nice. Very well said. Yeah. Last question. Three to five years. Where do you see the industry going? Mortgage, real estate. Just give us your thoughts right off the top. Um, of your head. I think um, I mean, I think we're going to be fine. Um, I think property value, especially in our market, are going to continue to rise because we we have a low inventory market. It's it's higher now because of rates because we don't have a ton of income here. Um, <clears throat> I think technology is going to drive us forward. Um, whereas um, I think, but I also think that there's a lot of lenders are going to go away, unfortunately. Yep. Um, so I think I th- I think we're going to have to pivot a little bit more and find new partners. Um, I mean, we've already got we've got a couple that are are not going anywhere, obviously. But I, I think you've got to be very aware of your business and, and and how you need to market to folks. And that's the biggest thing I would say. I think, um, you know, I don't think there's some big crash coming because this is not 2008 uh, or nine or 10. But I do think you need to be aware of how relationships are built. You know, the, mm-hmm. the days of cherry picking and as 20, as Todd calls it, 2020 rich, the people that got rich are basically answering their phone. Those days are over. Even if this next refi boom comes, I promise you, if I've talked to somebody, you talk to them, I'm going to win every single time. Like, no doubt in my mind, because I've nurtured a relationship. I've crushed it with the realtors. And that's the biggest thing is that's where it's going. Um, I do think technology is going to be huge. You know, we've proven over and over again as, as LOs that we cannot be replaced by technology. You still mm-hmm. need that person. I mean, better.com tried. Look what they're doing. You know? Yep. Yeah. So, but again, you need to be an expert at this job. This is not a part-time job. This is not a fly-by-night job. You need to take care of people, you know, and, and the big thing for us is it's relationships, not transactions. Mm-hmm. My that, that supersedes everything. That's my relationship with you or with the title company or with whoever I use. To me, it's all about that because I keep getting loans from people because I have a solid relationship. And that's, you know, <clears throat> I, I think that we don't know what's coming. Um, I do think rates are going to go lower. I mean, Barry has said it, you know, Hammer has said it, people, mm-hmm. people out there have said it. It's just a matter of time. But I think now is the time 
you're going to get have your your metal tested per se. And I would suggest that if if people leave this business, that's their prerogative. But those of you that are still here, you need to double down and triple down on everything you're doing because I promise you, when it comes out, man, I mean, if it, you know, I, the way I look at it is, if I did 100 million last year, man, 23, not maybe not 23, but 24 could be 200 million if I Damn actually right. do it correctly. So. Damn right. Yeah. So for everyone out there that thinks December is pack it in, you know, go enjoy the holidays. I, I check yourself a bit because I think I think this this shit's going to be popping off like it has in previous years. Super Bowl's over. It's go time. And it's already go time. We're having a great December. So I'm right yeah, there we, with you. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. November was a little off for a lot of people. December will be yeah. our best month ever. And so that's no, what nice. we got to look at. You know, people people just because we're just trudging forward. We just push and push and push because you have to right now because that's the key to success. I told all my people today, I said, look, I was like, the next three weeks, we'll create the next year for you. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, love it, man. Well, Jimmy, dude, great hanging out with you, man. That went quick. We could talk for another two hours, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah. uh, I'll keep following you. I'll, I'll keep stealing your content. I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> but if you need anything, of course, man, always hit me up. All right, brothers. Good to talk to you. Later, Jimmy. See you guys. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get healthcare for your team, submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.